Hello and welcome to Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. Hi, Mariana. Hey, baby gorgeous. <laughs> I can't. It's my favorite. Mariana was just saying like, oh, did I tell you about the time that I told someone at the beach to fuck off? And, and then she was like, all right, let's press record <laughs> and share this with the masses. Okay. So it was about a week and a half ago. Yeah. So, you know, Nathan, where I live, I cross the park. I'm on the beach as long as it's before 9am. Okay. Let me backtrack. You're not it's an it's not an off-lead dog beach. So mm-hmm. you're not allowed to have your dogs on the beach off-lead. So stupid, whatever. Such discrimination. Yeah. So that's like kind of in front of my place across from the park. And then about half an hour north on the beach is the off-lead dog beach. Now yeah. I'm a lazy loser, I don't drive, so I'm not driving to the fucking off-lead dog beach. Besides, mama wants a walk. Yeah. As long as you do it before 9 a.m. No one cares because the beach is not patrolled before 9am. The uh-huh. guys told me that themselves. So everyone does it. So I'm on the beach with my dogs. They're running, living their best life. It's obviously before 9am. It's generally at about 6.30am this is happening. I've got my yeah. headphones on. I'm listening to my podcasts, playing with the dogs. All is well in the world. Yeah. Some fucking Karen <laughs> decides... To holler out at me, I'm near Not the shore. Not hollering. She's hollering. I'm near the shore. She's like near the embankment, whatever you call it. And she's like, you can see someone like yell, like speaking, <laughs> gesticulating. Fuck you, bitch. I can't hear you. I've got headphones on and I'm at the sea. <laughs> so I take my headphones out and I'm having to walk towards her to hear her. Saying, I'm sorry, ma'am, I can't hear you. Yes, I ma'amed her. And because I'm walking towards her, my dogs are following me as yeah. One does when, you know, they have quasi-obedient dogs. She's like, you got to put your dogs on the lead. And I'm like, sorry? We are <laughs> about 10 metres away from the off-lead dog beach section. I'm just telling <laughs> you this for your dog's safety. I'm like, the off-lead dog beach is right there and I'm looking around and, like, there's probably 15 other people with dogs off-lead. Yeah, yeah. And all of a sudden the penny drops because I'm five foot nothing, right? I'm thinking, you think I'm the weakest link on on this beach, don't you? I'm the weakest link, so this Karen is going to fucking come for me. Why don't you come for the six foot four guy on my right over here with two fucking massive horse dogs? Yeah, don't come for the chihuahua. Which are very cute, his horsey dogs, by the way. They're very cute and very sweet. It's like there's an unwritten rule. If your dog's a bitch, you keep it on a lead. If your dog's not a bitch, you're all good to go, right? Yeah, I keep Chino on a leash because, you know. So I do not like confrontation, right? I'm all bark, no bite. I know that about me. Everyone does. So when she starts in on me, something just clicked in my head and I went, I screamed, oh. like yelled and went, how about you go fuck yourself? <laughs> This is not me. I'm like, ma'am, sir. Like, I always make sure don't make yourself just as bad as them because then you're just as wrong, right? No, I let her have it. I'm like, why don't you just fucking leave me alone, you crazy bitch, and fuck (laughs) off. Like, I went fucking snooky on this bitch. And she starts, like, walking off. I'm still swearing about it. Like, she, like, ground my gears, something fierce. And then... So we walk up to the off, we get there, the dogs play, we walk back and then I notice that she's coming towards me. So she's obviously done the same thing in the opposite direction. She was like pretty much at the same like sort of we were right in front of each other basically. She gave me the widest fucking berth and did a massive diagonal hike up the dry sand just to get away from me. Have you seen her again? No. To be honest, I don't think I'd recognise her. Like, you know what I mean? When you're like, 
I remember obviously the incident. I remember you had a rage blackout. I did. I remember the drab outfit she was wearing. I'll never forget <laughs> that. Honestly, read that bitch. Worse than Charisse's. Like oh. I'm. Oh, just. I mean, it's early in the morning. None of us look amaze balls, but uh-huh. nah. Fuck you, Karen. Fuck you. You said, I am not Michelle Obama. You go low, I'm I'd going go lower, lower with you. Oh, honestly. Oh, lower, she, yeah. I, she pressed my button. Hey, this is not me. Normally I miss no confrontation. Normally I'd be like, but everyone else can. Like, I'd be nice. Nah. Everyone has a breaking point. I think it was the fact that I was like, you're picking on me because you think I'm the weakest link. I'll fucking show you. <laughs> Don't come for my dog's good time. You know what dogs are like <laughs> off lead on the beach. They're having the best time. Best time ever, yeah. There were no peoples swimming. Oh, God, I love that. Everyone there is either walking their dog or fishing that time of the morning or surfing. No one's there to, like, lay out and get some sunshine on their tartars at the 6.30 a.m. Oh, anyway. I loved that. I loved that. What else has been going on? What's what's been what what tea have you got in Bravo Land? Well, I didn't write much tea. I did um I have been listening to Bravo Docket and they were giving me the scoop on their podcast. They were telling me. They were telling us because <laughs> we're friends now. They were telling the listeners about Lisa and Lenny's divorce and like the actual like preceding the documents and stuff like the the documents uh-huh. they submitted. And you know how Lenny's all like, I want her out my house, I want her out my house? Yeah. It's because that was in their prenup. Oh. What I want to know is what fucking scrofo puts that in a prenup to give to their to-be wife? Mm, someone who eventually wants to use that prenup. What a dirty dog. Like, that's yeah. disgusting. And so his lawyer said, well, she had lawyers look over it and signed it. But she also signed it 10 days before their wedding, which can mm. be considered like duress, I think. I think there's an argument for oh, that. Oh, really? Well, it's basically saying that if you don't sign it, we won't get married. And because it was so close to the wedding, she may have felt compelled to sign it or not go ahead with the wedding. So you're not allowed to do that. But then they said that, well, he his lawyers delivered her those documents like a month or two before the wedding and she might have waited until the 11th hour to sign it. They also said she's got the best lawyer in Miami. Great. Exactly. And in the documents, like, because it'll say what what his responses are to her stuff, his responses were really petty and personal and it was more like, you know, Mom, she said this, whereas Lisa's seemed to be very matter-of-fact based on the law. She may have signed that, but at the time she didn't know that she was going to have children. And Miami law favours best interest to the child, which is why she's still in the home and probably will be there till they sell it. So Great. I don't Great. know. I found that very, very interesting. Did you see the Jersey taglines? Yes, my cousin just sent that to me. Thank you, Emma. Oh, thank you, Emma. We love you. Teresa's oh my God, gagged me. It gags me until I heard her say it and it didn't sound as gag-worthy as it did when I read oh. it. I haven't heard them say it. Let's just go through them, yeah, actually. So, Teresa's is, blood may be thicker than water, but it's harder to clean when it spills. Oh, my God. When I saw that, Two. I gasped with delight. That is so good. So good. So, how does she say it? Just really kind of, like, there's no intonation. Like, someone wrote this for me. Someone wrote this for me, and I'm reading it, and I don't know how many takes they made her do, and if that was the best one, I'm surprised. 
But it's so good. It's so that is good. so good. It makes me so excited. Hers comes last. Oh, love that. Okay, so next I've got Melissa's. You'll never see how toxic someone is until you breathe fresher air. I didn't mind that for Melissa. Well, I'm a little confused on on which of the five senses she's using. So you're seeing how someone is toxic by smelling fresh air. There's a you just too hate much Melissa. Sensory at work. the end of the day, it's not bad, <laughs> and we know it's a shot at Teresa, and it's fine. Okay, and it's a shot that doesn't miss. I she's get it. the Kyle of New Jersey. We all know she's the Kyle of New Jersey. Just leave her alone. Jen's is payback's a bitch, so start barking. I fucking love that. <laughs> I love it. That's what you should say to that woman at the beach. I know. The thing with Jen, like I started not liking Jen because she was a pain in the ass. Now, she yeah. hasn't stopped being a fucking pain in the ass. I've just taken a step back and gone, okay, this isn't a person that affects my life. I can just sit there on the sidelines and realise she's fucking hilarious and I'm obsessed. Exactly. Oh, she um, gives us De- such good material. Dolores is, is, this Jersey girl has the luck of the Irish and nobody's screwing with my pot of gold. I mean, I love Dolores, but I don't know. I, what? I don't get it. Is she Irish? No, dude. Her new boyfriend is. Oh, that's right. <laughs> and this is my issue because I haven't witnessed him and I don't have any affinity towards him. I'm like, why are you making your tagline about your boyfriend? But they could be amazing together. They could be thick as thieves. And then I might turn around and go, okay, I love him for her. So therefore I love that tagline. You know what I'm saying? Well, she's got nothing else this season. Look, Dolores does never need to have a fucking storyline. <laughs> I just need to see her ex-husband, her kids and her, and her pets. Okay. Okay. So Margaret's is I'm a loyal friend and a lethal enemy. Standard. Standard. I look not bad, but I just think Marge's could be more clever because she's clever. My thing is, is she a loyal friend? Oh, that's. A- she seems to have turned on all of her friends over the past six years. <laughs> which, which friends are they? Well, wasn't she buddies with Teresa for a while there? Yeah, but Teresa fucked her off. She didn't fuck Teresa off. Okay. Yeah, all right. Well, we'll see. We'll and see. she tried to be friends with Danielle, but Danielle's a certified, like, nut job. So <laughs> sure what, is. what do we expect? She's friends with Melissa. She's friends with Dolores. Who else is she friends with? The other one? That's the thing. I don't the know. The blonde one? The now the one that's going to be the friend. Oh, Jackie? Jackie. I don't know. So, okay, we've got Rachel. Mm. Um, she's the new girl. Rachel Fuda. Never heard of her. I'm too busy running a business to care about yours. See, I don't like it because I want a housewife who cares about other people's businesses. You know what? That means she does give a fuck. She sounds like she's <laughs> going to be in everyone's business. Why are you mentioning <laughs> that you don't care my, about my business? If you really don't care, you wouldn't be mentioning it. That's so true. So I think we might like her and I'll forgive her her name. I don't like her name, but I'm cutting that out because that was really mean. <laughs> I hate okay, the name so- Rachel. I just hate it. <sighs> It's because of Jennifer Aniston. Is that why? Because I hate You don't Jennifer- like Jennifer Aniston, right? Oh, my and God. You, she's the most famous Rachel. You are so astute today. Yeah. I mean, I don't um, know why and- I'm so surprised. Sorry. <laughs> that was a bit shady. Fuck. That's all right. And then we have Danielle Cabral. Yeah. Uh, I may be over the top, but I'd rather be bougie than basic. That is the most basic bitch thing to say, and I love her because I'm a basic bitch. That's the thing. She's saying she's not basic, but that's a basic tagline. 100%. So, okay, yeah. I think she's going to bring us levels. Yeah, so levels. Should, should be nice. <laughs> she's going to bring us levels. We're getting levels. I love that. Yeah, I don't really have much else. I was even looking well, on the page six for our sizzle topics, and I'm like, there's not much going on. Is there? Well, that's fine. What well, we've we got three shows to talk about, so should we just so get into it? So much to talk about, and it's my turn, and I'm hungover. 
And my dog's licking my leg. Good times. Uh, so I think maybe we do Potomac first. I agree, I agree. All right, so episode 15, Indecent Disclosure. We're still in Mexico, can you believe it? I can, but I tell you what, this was the best episode of the season. This was the best episode of the season? I think it was. It was pretty fucking good, wasn't it? I was on such a cloud as soon as the sketch came on. Oh. That just did me in, and for the rest of the episode, I was just like on another plane of existence. I don't disagree. I think it was the best episode of the season too. And I think the only reason why I feel a little bummed is I just finished watching last week's Miami and it was lame. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And it's because Lisa wasn't on it. But anyway, so we're still in Mexico, day three. This is the day after Wendy took it to Mia. And I can't believe I'm saying Wendy took it to Mia, but she fucking did. Mm. And it really, I think, I think it was a pivotal moment in the restructuring of their friendship. I think Mia needed Wendy to take it to her in order to then want to eat out her box and admit that they like and each other kind of down the line. Her? Is that what yeah. you mean? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Because this when this season Wendy, okay, I don't want to say this season Wendy, this Wendy, even like last time when she was having a fight like with Mia, I'm getting a bit more impressed with her arguing skills, whereas the previous seasons she was just picking a fight going nowhere. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. Oh, am I going to turn around next season and love Wendy? Maybe, because, I mean, Candace is growing on me. Candace is growing on me, but only because all I'm getting from Candace is looks. She's not really saying much, so I'm really happy with that. And the looks are good. The looks are good. But, yeah, we can turn on a dime. We're allowed to change our minds from week to week. So today you like Wendy. She's no Kiki or um, Gertie in terms of the looks, but she's oh, fucking yeah. close. Right, so they're, they're going to go shopping. That's the activity for the day but before that we have a bunch of them getting together for one-on-ones and having chats the first one is Giselle and Mia did I not fucking tell you called it that Giselle was gonna get barley belly as soon as Giselle had the upset stomach with the sound effects I was like Mariana was right I tell you You people do not be eaten out of a bain marie that's (laughs) in the middle of the bush no man I just no it did not look kosher at all well she's got barley belly for sure so i don't know if she got it from drinking the cenote water or if she got it from the food next to the cenote water my guess would be the food could you imagine the bugs hovering over those bain marie's and some of them slipping in do you think that like they have to worry about ohns there no sorry there's no like work safe practices next to a cenote it's a fucking free-for-all God bless and good luck. So, fuck, I love to rub it in when I'm right, don't I? So we get a bunch of shots of Giselle eating all the food in the land. Yes. But, again, restaurants, they use bottled water, so whatever. How did you feel when you saw her pull bread out of her purse? I thought it was kind of iconic. Me too. I mean, it's kind of hilarious that she used to say to have emergency (laughs) bread in her purse. Well, if she's got to be out, i.e. not near a baño... Like oh. you gotta, yeah, man, you gotta, you gotta mop up those oh, the stomach juices somehow. <laughs> or she could keep down, probably, or keep from coming out the other end. I guess that's the thing. You, mm. you know what you have to do when your dog's got the runs. She's just doing the same thing. You know, yeah. rice bread, all those good things. Yeah. So Giselle tells Mia that she didn't like how Karen was lying about Sharice the night before. And then I was thinking, what do you mean she lied? And then, of course, we get the, the flashy where Karen says that Sharice has been banned from events for attacking people's families. Bit of a stretch, no? 
It's a bit of a stretch. Mm. And Giselle thinks that Karen is jealous of Charisse. Do you think that Karen is jealous? Absolutely not. No, me either. No way. But she also says to Mia that she thinks that Wendy is jealous of her. Do you think that Wendy is jealous of Mia? No. I don't think this is a jealous bunch of gals. No. I think they just love themselves so much and are gooped agog and aghast when the others don't agree. Exactly. Mm, concur. So they talk about Mia and Bestie. Mia is pissed about their fight on the plane. And I'm like, we didn't see it. I want a blow by blow. Like, can someone give us a transcript? Where was Robin filming that day? I know. Yeah. They tried their best, but it's hard for me to get as invested when I haven't seen it with my own two eyes. It's true. It's true. And then they talk about wanting to do a bachelorette for Robin, blah, blah. Do you think when Giselle said she wanted strippers and she said that she thinks that Robin would want strippers, do you think that Giselle was actually thinking of Robin seriously or she was just thinking about herself? She was thinking about the show. Oh, aren't you clever? Of course. I was actually surprised in Mia when Mia being like, oh, would Robin even want that? Like, I'm not surprised <laughs> by that. Mia's, I don't know, I don't know what I'm saying here, but I was um, like, okay, good for you, Mia. I think that most people who are sexually liberated don't expect or care if others are or aren't. Oh, yeah. Mia's more concerned with her own sex life. I don't think she really cares about anyone else's. True that. And if someone is all about embracing all the love and all the types of love, then they would be more inclined to go, I'm doing me, you do you. Mm-hmm. So I think she it made sense out of all of them to wonder whether that was Robin's thing. Yeah, I think that makes sense. To me, it does anyway. What do you think about this next little quick scene about Robin by the pool? Was it her assistant she was talking to? I think it was. Oh, this is bullshit. Bullshit. Talking about a wedding planner in Jamaica. Now, there's no cake, no reception, no nothing. No attendees. So do you really need a wedding planner when it's at a hotel venue? And she's just going to borrow the brother's minister from the day before. Like, what's there to plan for a private ceremony in Jamaica? I don't know. You just got to book the minister and ask if you can do it on the beach. Like, ask the venue, hey, can we do this on the beach? Or maybe it's not on the beach. Maybe I'm Uh, just assuming. It's outsourcing gone mad is what it is. It is a little bit. But they are married now. Remember we saw that? Yes, that's the fucking tea. I forgot all about it because I didn't care. (laughs) So, but I don't know if they ended up going... The Jamaica route. Oh, well, they didn't give any details. It just said that it's gonna, we're going to see it on the last episode and they filmed it when the show wrapped. So I think they're just yeah. going to tack it on to the end of the last episode. And it's just going to be iPhone footage because we don't care. Because Juan Dixon does not care for the cameras. Yeah. Okay, I get that Juan Dixon does not care for the cameras, but then I imagine that Robin's argument to Juan would be, we need the money and it's a lot of money and until you make that money, I'm not turning down that money. I imagine from what I've seen of Robin, she has no problem throwing the truth in someone's face at all. Yes, yeah, yeah. So I imagine the conversation would be something like that. So it's like, dude, you can't afford not to be on the show. So how about you just suck it up? He's just acting like a fucking five-year-old. I don't want to be here, so I'm going to be a sook about it. And I'll tell you, now that they're married, they're heading for divorce. (laughs) You reckon? Yes! I mean, look at all of the cheating allegations we've had this season on this show alone, and he's the only one to really flip out. 
But they're only allegations. You can say anything you want about anyone you want. No one's saying anything about me because no one gives a fuck about me. Thank God. I know, it's just so funny to compare them like when Eddie's just laughing about it, whereas Juan's losing his fucking mind well, over Juan's it. Well, Juan's losing his mind because he has been a public figure for many years and he cheated on her before. <laughs> yeah, which is why I think they're doomed. Well, it's really easy to throw shade at someone saying, oh, you cheat on your spouse because they've done it before. It's it's like it's low-hanging fruit, right? Sure is, yeah. So we'll get to it. I've got many things to say. Well, pretty much just that and a little bit more. But anyway, <laughs> we'll get yeah. back to it. So we're just going to move on from Robin by the pool. Nothing really happened there. Sure. Ashley and Karen, they're having a drink. Karen <laughs> says she doesn't understand Robin's attack on her and calling her fake. And Ashley tells Karen that when Robin and Juan first got divorced, Sharice was very supportive. So she's got Sharice's back. And Karen doesn't want to talk about Sharice, which is ridiculous. We have to talk about Sharice. Do you think Ashley's right about how Robin feels about Sharice and why? Or do you think that she's got a different gripe with Karen? You know what? She might just be protective of Sharice, but I don't know. Have Robin and Karen gelled much in the past couple of years? No, I don't I don't get a sense of closeness. I get a sense of like I'm not bothered. Yeah, that's what I get. Yeah, okay. So do you think that Robin's been harboring these feelings for Karen all this time when Karen thought they were copacetic, but really it was Robin keeping her mouth shut? Yeah, maybe. Well, I'm sorry, Robin, you're on my TV. Stop keeping your mouth shut. Exactly. Again, I'm enjoying Robin this season because she's not keeping her mouth shut. Anyway, yeah. that's my two cents. So Karen says she's not fake. As Robin said, she is. And then she says, the wedding is what's fake. <laughs> and obviously as well as their relationship, because she reveals that she's heard that one has another woman. Mm-hmm. And then we get this text on screen, like it's, what's that show? Law and Order. Law and Order SVU. Grand and dumb. Special Potomac <laughs> unit. Bow, bow. <laughs> I should have got the bow, bow, honestly. I love it. Love it was it. so good. That was awesome. And then we get this PD artist rendering of Juan's alleged girlfriend. And as Karen's describing her as beautiful, natural and mature, we get a side-by-side of her and the rendering. And, of course, it's Karen's doppelganger. (laughs) She's fine. (laughs) Come on. I loved your posts. I've said it a million times, everyone. I have nothing to do with our socials because I'm lame and old. Nathan does it all. When I saw that, I cracked up. It was so good. That sketch, like, artist rendering of Karen slash the doppelganger just, like, honestly gave me so much life. For the, I was making memes for the rest of the episode. I had, like, one <laughs> eye on the TV and I was just laughing and laughing. It was so good, wasn't it? Um, I don't know what was funnier. I think your memes were funnier, to be honest, for me. But I don't know what anyone else thinks, but I think your memes were funnier. But it was so good. Just her saying she looks like me, she's fine. <laughs> that, she, that did me she in. She looks like me, she's fine. And then we kind of, it's revealed that she's blonde. I don't think that's all that Karen's saying. I think it, someone's saying it's a mature woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, Karen. I don't know what to make of it. I don't know what to make she's of it. She's reaching. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But it's so funny. And then Karen says that Robin, like to Ashley, Karen says that Robin knows all about it and that they have an arrangement. It's like, how do you know this? (laughs) You don't know this. Ashley says no way and reminds Karen about how Robin got in her face five years ago in that flop Aussie restaurant. Now, do you remember what that fight was about? Nope. I'm assuming it was about Juan Dixon, but I don't know. So, look, do you think there's any truth to the rumour 
I mean, Karen's not relaying a first-hand account. She's just sharing from the rumour mill, right? There's no truth to it. And Karen wants the rumour out. And that's why she's going to Ashley of all people. And she says, Ashley, don't tell anyone. And because, of course, Ashley's going to turn around and go and do just that, which she does. Yeah, she can't even wait two seconds. Yeah, this is Karen throwing something to the wolves and just getting ready for Ashley to do her bidding. I don't think that Ashley's going to cop it. I think that Karen's going to cop it. But at the same time, it's so fucking Survivor, isn't it? Like, mm-hmm. I'll get you to do the dirty work and you look like the bad guy and then no one will kick me off. I mean, I love it. No wonder I love Survivor. Yeah. And, of course, I was like, at this point, because obviously I hadn't seen the rest of the episode, I wrote in my notes, do you think Ashley's reaction means she's about to go run and tell Robin everything? Of course, of course. (laughs) 100%. Next minute, Ashley runs over to Wendy and Candice and tells them that Karen dropped a bomb, but she's not giving them details, except she'll let them guess who it is until it's the right person and she'll say yes. Like, Ashley, Ashley's going to get in trouble for this real soon. I can see it coming. But she's just a pawn in all of this. I mean, Karen will be mad at Ashley. Robin will be mad at Ashley. Everyone will be mad at Ashley. But, like, Karen's the mastermind. I know, and I'm kind of loving it. So (laughs) it's time for shopping and bus quesadillas. That was wild. What is with the bus quesadillas? Okay, I'll call them quesadillas because, you know, where Aussies. How do you feel about bus quesadillas? Like, are you eating one of those? You know what I am. Yeah, you're eating a bus quesadilla. Sometimes when you're on a bus, you do need a little snack. Yeah, you do need a nosh because you're finally relaxed. You're seated. You're getting where you're going. You're not busy getting ready. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I'm relaxed now. It's like you sit down in the movies. Of course you're going to nosh. Yeah, what am I going to not eat? No, I'm going to have a little movie quesadilla. That's true. But for some reason, I'm with Giselle. As soon as they were like, there's quesadillas on the bus, I was like, fucking bus quesadilla? It's, <laughs> it's hot. There's no, it's not like they were on a coach, right? I know they were on a coach. So yeah, there'd be air conditioning, right? See, my sure. concept of sitting like on public transport where there's no air conditioning, I don't want to eat melty cheese. But if there's <laughs> air con and maybe a mini bar. Having said that, they are at a nice resort. They can have a nosh before the bus. Well, them having all these fucking chats, why weren't they getting a feed in the lobby bar? <laughs> Who knows? I don't know what's going on, but I did think, like, is this not housewives anymore? We're on buses and we're eating bus quesadillas. Like, <laughs> this is supposed to be real housewives where we're sitting at a table with silver service. What's going on? Like, Bravo and Peacock have a gajillion million dollars. They need to throw some more money at these shows. The experience. Yeah, and it's not like we have a criminal on this season that means we can't travel. Exactly. I mean, at least they're, like, in another country. I'm happy they're in Mexico, no problem, but I just want them to elevate the experiences. Like, this isn't Green Acres. I don't want to see Zsa Zsa Gabor on a farm. <laughs> Sorry to anyone under 35 who does not know what I'm talking about. I don't know. I don't mind it. Like, when all the Roni ladies are shitting themselves in Colombia, like, that's fun. Yeah, but that's funny. Or Colombia. I don't know. Where were they? Was it Colombia? Who cares? I think it was Colombia. Cartagena. Cartagena. Is that Colombia? Let's just... Bolivia? I'm, I'm not Googling <laughs> it. I'm not Googling it. I'm pretty sure Cartagena is... I'm Googling it. It doesn't matter. They shit their pants. That's it, what's important. It's fucking cool. And it was fun. Yeah. So. It was fun, but they're not eating bus quesadillas. <laughs> Maybe they did off camera and that's why they shat themselves. That's fine. I'm fine for them to eat it off right. camera. But on camera, I want, an, I want an experience that I can't have because I'm not a gajillionaire. That's what I want. Right. I want my right. lifestyles of the rich and famous, mate. So how do you feel about the bus games? 
Do you want to talk about the bus games? Not at all. No, me either. So they get off the bus after their stupid bus games. Question, how did you feel about Ashley's outfit? Didn't notice it. You did not notice? Oh, I don't remember it. She was wearing what she called coochie cutters. (laughs) She was wearing short denim shorts. Her cute little buttocks were falling out of the shorts. That's fine. I don't care. Whatever. Do Do you, boo? But, yeah, she called them coochie cutters and then she had a singlet top on where the, there was gaping holes where all the the sort of fasteners at the front were. Yes, it's all coming back to me now. Well, what do you mean all? There was barely anything there. <laughs> it didn't look like a comfortable outfit, but whatever, that's fine. And I was just like, love, like you're walking around Mexico with a bunch of ladies and cameras and this is your outfit. You clearly want people to stare at you. Yeah. Maybe she's just really proud of where her body is at the moment and she just wants to Maybe. show it off. And I'm all for that, but your outfit just looked cheap and nasty. <laughs> you want to show your, out, your body off? Wear something pretty, please. Again, I, I need pleasure to my senses on these shows and I just don't feel like I'm getting enough of that. Ashley needs to step up her pussy. Bravo needs to step up her <laughs> pussy. This is what I'm saying. Like even their hotel rooms, whatever. Like yes, wh- exactly. where's where's the opulence? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I want to know. So, okay, Ashley and Robin are walking off on their own. Ashley spills the tea about Karen. Robin starts laughing. Then she decides to call Juan. And when she said, I'll call Juan, I thought she was going to call Karen. I would have been happier with her calling Karen. I don't know why. But- yeah, I don't know what she was thinking calling Juan. Uh, it's like she's always surprised that Juan doesn't want to be on the show and doesn't want the shenanigans. And she's like, oh, it's like, we all know this. And so I was trying to, well, I had the idea to do it, but I'm lazy and I haven't done it. I was going to get something on the soundboard, which was Robin saying, I am so glad that Juan (laughs) Dixon is not here right now. (laughs) I thought that would have been funny, but again, I'm hungover. So y'all are going to have to imagine it. Yeah. He was pissed. And he, oh, yeah. he even said like something like, that's why I don't want to be doing this. He means the show. Oh, yes. So he no happy. And I feel like he was getting pissed off at Robin. She didn't do anything. He's always getting pissed off at Robin, which is why I'm seeing red flags. This is why for years and years, while everyone was drooling over one, I was like, I don't like him. Yeah, let Michael Darby have him. I agree. He's not, I was going to say he's not a nice person, but what the fuck do I know? But he's just, he never seems happy. He always seems to be cranky about something. It's like, mm-hmm. can't we just have a Coke and a smile? <laughs> he's handsome though. He is oh, handsome. he's a good looking boy. There's no doubt about that. But he's got fucking rage issues with, with this show. <laughs> being good looking gets old real quick when you're a toad's cunt. Sorry. <laughs> I would rather be with someone who likes a laugh, no? Yes. You're right. I just want to see fighting you and see funniness. Fighting. Yeah. I don't really care if they're rich or poor or not. Right. Well, speaking of, it's lunchtime and we're about to fight. So yes. Robin starts on Karen by calling her a mean girl. Karen says that Robin takes a dig at her every chance she gets. I don't know if that's true or not. Do you think that's true? That Robin uh, takes a dig at Karen every chance she no, gets? No, I don't think it is true. No. Not from what I've seen. And then Karen is very happy to say what she said to Ashley, which is, what is fake is this wedding. 
I'm I'm glad that Karen had like the wherewithal to know this is it. This is the combo. Like know know that you're not getting your one on one. And I think you're right. I think she was well aware that Ashley was going to tell Robin, so of she course. braced herself. Right? You're so clever. My my question is. Mm. Do we think Robin and Wan would have gotten married if it weren't for Karen always bringing it up and calling it fake? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know if it's chicken before the egg type of thing. I don't know if they would have. Karen was holding their feet to the fire and ensured that the nuptials got done. Wow. So do you think it was some tough love on Karen's part that helped Robin get her mans? I wouldn't say tough love. I think Karen had (laughs) nailed it in the fact that this was all a storyline and Robin's like, well, fuck, we better get to it. Right. And to maybe shut Karen up. And maybe that's why Juan's pissed. I don't know. I don't know why Juan's <laughs> pissed, but I don't – I mean, I just don't think Juan's happy with how his life turned out and I think he's taking it out on everyone, including Robin. And it is kind of her fault because she's the one that gave the friend the money, Oof. no? And now we said it. Yeah. I mean, that is the case, right? I'm remembering correctly. That I, I wouldn't have a clue. Their friend – fuck them over, but she's the one that was getting the friend to work for them or something. He stole all their money and then he died. Wow. You don't want to talk about that, do you? (laughs) I've got nothing to say to it. I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, no, that's fine. Then Karen says, Robin, you know about the girlfriend from Georgetown because you're smart. I mean, come on. But then Wendy's heard it. Candace has heard it. So... Yeah, probably from Karen. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Maybe. They're not hearing it from Juan or I don't don't know. I do think it was weird that Candace was like, look, I've heard it, but I don't believe it because Georgetown is too close to Potomac. And then we get that little drawing of how close Potomac and Georgetown are. But I'm like, but that's not where Robin and Juan live. They don't live. They live in Baltimore, do they? Yeah, they live like fucking like 45 minutes an hour away. I don't remember how long, but it's fucking far, mate. They live far. I think Candace is just treading carefully after after the shit with her and Karen Chris. earlier. Yeah, well, that's true. And, yeah. and then Karen says to Robin, get a gift registry and I'll eat my words. I thought that was funny. I, I wonder if she sense. will. And then basically, look, Karen and Robin are fighting. Karen insists that Robin's all being cloak and dagger about this wedding, i.e. it's not going to happen. And Robin says what Karen should care about is all the pictures out there of her and Blue Eyes in Vegas at a oh, bar. Yes. How is that a smoking gun that you're at a bar and another man is there? It's blue eyes, baby. But if he's her driver and he's at the bar with her, that doesn't mean they're fucking. I don't know, but it is very funny that they're identifying her based on her ass and her ashy, crusty feet. (laughs) (laughs) And I also thought it was so funny that this whole time Ashley's just sitting there grinning from ear to ear, just loving every moment of it. Because she stirred the pot. She's so fucking classic. I mean, even me was like, Karen, yeah, that is your ass. Goodness. <laughs> Goodness. I would hate if my ass was rec- that recognisable. <laughs> I know, right? I mean, unless it was amazing ass, but I don't think that's what they were suggesting. Mm-mm. Mm, so then Karen tries to spin it that she's trying to protect him. Oh, that's right. Robin says Juan wants to cuss you out and Karen says that he shouldn't want to do that because she's been protecting him and then she reveals that Juan was the one that hugged her so tightly. Her boobs went to her vertebrae. Her boobs went to her vertebrae (laughs) and she was uncomfortable by that. Yeah, and she did refuse to say who that was weeks and weeks and weeks ago. And I just want to apologise to Chris Samuels because I thought it was him because I just assumed he was the only one who would be physically strong enough to do that. Yeah. So I apologise. 
What do you think? I don't. I, I just. I don't know what to say. I love Karen. I just don't know what to say about her more than insinuating that Juan is a thing for her. Yeah, I mean, it's a tough. It's a tough one for us to commentate on because mm. if it's Karen's truth, it's Karen's truth. That's what happened when someone hugged her in her physical space. Like, yeah. who are we to call her out and say she's lying? But on the other hand, I just do not believe Juan wanted to have a threesome with Karen Huger and Robin Dixon. And then are we also age-shaming because it's not out of the realm of possibility. I know plenty of straight dudes that would fuck Karen Huger. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think I'm talking age-wise. If you came to me and said the other half of the men on this cast wanted to fuck Karen Huger, sure. Sure, but sure, sure. But one, I'm not seeing it. Why? Because he's hot? No, it's just he doesn't seem... I mean, I know, uh, as we said earlier, he's cheated on Robin before, but he doesn't seem... He doesn't inhabit that space in my head. Right, I get Whereas you. I can see G doing it. I can see Michael Darby doing that. Yeah. I can't see Eddie doing it. No. I could see, I don't know, I could see Chris Bassett being handsy. Yeah. Famously handsy, except for that Sesame Street character. I don't know. I just don't, I just don't see this. But we also don't get a lot of Juan. The only time we have, have ever seen Juan relax is when Michael Darby's around. And if that's the company he keeps, maybe he is a sleazebag. Yeah, I don't know. So I think that's the thing. We only get one who is being a brat and sook and doesn't want to be there. I don't think I've ever really had a sense of who he is, which is probably why I'm like, I don't trust that guy. Just because mm. I'm like, you've been on my TV for how many years and I still know nothing about you other than yeah. your next basketball player and you cheated on your wife a million years ago and you got divorced but you still live with her. Like that was what we learnt about Robin the first minute she was on our TV. I've learnt nothing else about that family since. Okay. Nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like Giselle, as much as I roll my eyes every time those kids are on the TV, I get more of a sense of her relationship within her family unit, whereas I mm-hmm. really don't get much of a understanding of Robin and her family unit other than she's always yelling at her boys for being fucking lazy and then Juan yells at her for being lazy. That's all I know. Like I really don't get any sense of their family dynamic. Mm. And I kind of just at this point I'm like, yeah, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. And now because of it, Karen is no longer invited to the bachelorette party. I mean, do we care? No, that's just that's just fun housewives level stuff. That is true. So Giselle, after having Barley Belly that morning... She can't stop fucking eating and taking shots. <laughs> I'm like, bitch, you got a bus ride back. Like, you want to be bouncing up and down with all that food and shots? I can't do shots. Yeah, maybe it's just me. When someone says shots, I'm like, oh, I can't do shots. So maybe I'm just a lightweight. I don't know. I don't think Risky. I'd be. I, I don't think I would be able to consume alcohol if my belly was that bad that morning. <laughs> but you know, that's, I guess that's why you know she's on Housewives. So also, she toasts to the receipts in her phone. I mean, I love Giselle. Is it Giselle that says is adios Spanish or is that Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes, and uh, <laughs> and then Ashley's all. Um, you mean hasta la vista and I'm like well isn't that also Spanish it is but she fucked it up I'm Trey confused right oh that's right I get it she was trying to do a Schwarzenegger catch phrase or something I don't know I don't know what's going on but we still haven't fucking left yet because now we got to talk about fucking Mia and Bestie do we have to yeah we do man because we're talking about the fucking show yeah. It's a thing. I just don't think it should be in the show. I, I just don't have any care factor at all for this bestie. So, okay, instead of me giving a play-by-play, why don't basically me and bestie have a fight again? 
So, What's your opinion on the no, fight? I'm you can asking, tell me. No, I'm asking you first. What's your opinion on, like, whose side are you on? Who do you agree with? Who do you disagree with? Honestly, I'm team over it. I'm right. team don't invite Bestie back next season. I'd rather keep Mia if I had to keep one or both of them. You know what I mean? Yep. Like, I just don't care about their drama. Yeah, fair enough. And I care about a lot of insignificant shit on these shows. But for this one, I just can cannot summon the care factor. Yeah, well, okay. So I did enjoy when I laughed rather when Bestie was like trying to sort of remind Mia about how she's always been there for her. And she says, remember, no cancer versus cancer. I thought that was funny. And that is a good callback. Yeah. <laughs> However, it makes me really uneasy when Bestie brings up the fact that she says, my mum took you in. It's like, yeah. how long are you going to throw that? In Mia's face. You didn't take Mia in. Your mum took her in and it looks to me like you've got your hand out in Mia's pocket <laughs> for the rest of time. Mm -hmm. I think it is so disgusting the way that Bestie is throwing that in Mia's face. I would be pissed if I was Mia. And I feel like Bestie can see that she's losing her fucking government support check, i.e. Mia, <laughs> and he's trying to shame her back towards the status quo of their relationship, which is you give me everything I need and I'll keep reminding you how we took you in. We didn't do anything. Your mother did it. Your mother's the kind, sweet soul, not yeah. you. And I loved when Mia fired back and said, that's why I was with your mother on Mother's Day. Where were you? <gasps> yeah. This is what I'm saying. I think that Bestie, she should fuck her off. I don't think she's any best friend. I really don't. Either that or she's Bestie's very hurt and she's just fighting dirty. I don't I don't know their full-time dynamic. I can only judge what I see on TV. And Mia, I think, was wrong to give all that stuff to, I'm not calling her Bestie anymore, to Jacqueline. I think mm. she was in the wrong just handing things out to her. But she obviously didn't know at the time that she would eventually be bothered by it. I don't think Mia would be bothered. I think she's seeing that Jacqueline doesn't appreciate it. She's mm -hmm. just happy to take, take, take. And I think that's just gross in my opinion. Mm. So I'm on Mia's side. But I think Mia has been shocking in her delivery and mean and rude in the way it's that It's a bad she's... look for Mia. Exactly. It's a bad look for Mia. I mean, she shouldn't have had her on the show. This is what I mean. Mia keeps giving stuff to this woman. <laughs> and she's not appreciating her. Yeah, I hope Best is not back. Me too. And all these ladies are saying, like, you two are quote-unquote sisters, so we don't want to get involved. It's like, then why are they making it all about them on the Housewives show? This bitch isn't even a cast member. Yeah. What about how neck minute, so Bestie walks off, she's all like, she's been a sookie lala at the bar, and then Mia turns around to Wendy and says, full transparency, I want to like you. <laughs> I mean, she'd be crazy too. Come on. Mia and Wendy this episode was mm. just, I, I was shocked. Yeah. In a good way. But I was just like, where, like when they were calling each other gorgeous and things oh, like that. Oh, that was cringy. And then I think at one point does Mia say to her, like, I don't know where we went wrong. And it's like, um, when you threw shit at her at yeah, dinner, <laughs> you all know where it went wrong. But before they have that convo, she says, I don't want to feel like you don't like me because of insecurities. It's like. Dude, that is not an apology. 
No, 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 no. Look, we can get straight to that one because there's a couple of little scenes with Sharice and Bestie at the bar, the others on the bus. That's when we get the adios and Giselle asking if that was Spanish comment. And then, yeah, Wendy comes to visit Mia. So that's basically where we're at. Yeah. And then, as you said, when they were greeting each other, which was, oh, you look so good. You look, it just was very fake, no? It was wild. It was wild. It was. It was strange. And Mia repeats, she does like her. And that's when she says, I don't get where it went left. And Wendy reminds her that she threw a drink at her. So, yeah. And then Mia apologises. And then they're just trying to figure out all the things that they might have in common and (laughs) That apparently means that they're fine. So they both have fake booties. I mean, Wendy says to Mia, you're gorgeous. No, you're beautiful and I'm gorgeous. I thought that was funny. (laughs) That was so funny. I loved that. And then next minute they hug and go to dinner. And I'm like, so I guess Mia apologised for throwing the drink. No one has apologised for why and how it escalated. They're just basically apologising that it got to that point. That's not resolving any issue, right? No, but I think you've probably analysed what was said more than Wendy or Mia have. Yes, correct. Yeah. (laughs) So I I think you have a greater understanding of their emotions at that point in time, honestly. I do not think that that's resolution enough for these two. Well, it might be if they eat each other's boxes. Which apparently (gasps) we get the Last Supper of Mexico And it's basically Ashley in confessional and a bunch of cutaways. The cutaways are them having dinner. They're having a lovely time. They're having fun. Mia does her monkey screams. They're cheesing, drinking. Candace makes a chihuahua sound. Then apparently they all flashed each other because they weren't wearing undies. And then Mia slithers (laughs) over to Wendy and says, She she slid. She says, I just want to eat your box. And then we get storm clouds and more Mia monkey noises. I mean, that is a great monkey noise. It's terrifying how accurate that is. Yeah. So Mia, I think, said on Watch What Happens Live that she didn't say the thing about the wanting to eat the box. But that I believe it. (laughs) I believe she did say it. I believe she said it too. So that's the episode next time. And this is all we want to know about because they're all gossiping separately about having the vaginas out in Mexico and the whole (laughs) Mia and Wendy of it all. And it looks like when Mia's talking to, I think it's Giselle, it looks like she's making it sound like Wendy was the one that was up for it first and that they had some sort of intimate encounter and it was initiated by Wendy. That's the impression from the two-second clip I saw of Mia and Giselle. Interesting. Yeah. So, look, it's Robin's Bachelorette and the lead-up to her wedding. Fucking finally we can move on from this. Robin's shopping for wedding dresses with Giselle. Giselle asks why her mum isn't there. So there's obviously some family issue. I mean, do you care? You don't care, do you? No. No. Wendy and Mia are not on the group chat about Robin's Bachelorette and... We get, I think that sitting at the table at the Bachelorette is where people are dropping the tea. This is the bit I'm looking forward to because Sharice spills the tea about Karen being in a club years ago and then she walks in on Karen fucking a staff member in the bathroom. (laughs) I don't believe it. No, me either. Apparently Michael Darby was at Chris Bassett's restaurant with another woman. I mean, dude's single, so who cares? I do believe. (laughs) I believe that, but if they're separated, what, he's not allowed to date? Yeah, who gives a shit? It looked good. Them sitting at that table at the Bachelorette 
trading gossip looked fucking fun and I really, I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, that was a pretty fucking good episode, no? So, I just love that like every couple on that show has a, has a cheating scandal it's attached true. to them at the moment, which is just so funny. And I don't think any of them are cheating, which no, is crazy. me either, but no one gets left out. Oh, it's so good. That's too funny. Do you, well, I was going to say, do you want to talk about Miami quickly or do you want to talk about the Salt Lake City first? Um, let's talk about Miami quickly and then maybe on Salt Lake we just do like a Rose and Thorn type thing. Now, I just said earlier, I don't think this was the greatest Miami episode and then it dawned on me, Lisa was not in the episode. At all? At all. Wow. Lisa was not in the episode. I wrote not one note on Lisa and the only reason I wrote notes is because, you know, I have the worst memory. So Mm. we saw Lisa in like little flashy things like we didn't really see Lisa yeah you're right you're right so okay so in this episode mostly it was about Lassa and Nicole being bothered by each other this Lassa mm. is so annoying to me mm. with how she was going on about not being invited your husband was famous I, I got Nicole's point like yeah I might have known of you but I don't know you And she couldn't comprehend that. I feel the same way. Isn't that bizarre? I was hoping you would tell me how you felt about it because I don't understand why we're still talking about this happened last year. So she didn't invite you to her home because she didn't know you yet. And I get the concept that the other ladies knew you, but she didn't know you. So she's like, I want to ease into this. Also, I do get the fact that you're on fucking Housewives, mate. You've got to have me over. Like, what do you what do you think I'm going to do in your home? I get it. But at the same time, have you not moved on? Well, and the way that she keeps, like, orientating it around her ex-husband. Yeah. I'd be embarrassed if I was still using the cachet that my ex-husband brought me when we're exes. I know. And you're the one that broke up with him, sweetheart. Let him go. Give it up. Turn it loose. It's a bit sad. I tell you what, I laughed so much when Nicole said, this is all coming from a lady who sells pictures of her feet for $5 <laughs> on the internet. Like, oh, my God. I know. That was hilarious. What a read. That was a good read. That was Nicole that said that, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely it was Nicole. Oh, my God. It was so – Nicole's great. She was saying it in reference to the fact that whilst the rumours that Larsa was repeating that Nicole has fucked everyone in the hospital, whilst they're ridiculous, she's like, I'm a doctor in a hospital. I don't need this shit around town there is you know potential ramifications to my career and my position she's fucking doctor she trained for a gajillion years and spent a lot of dollars to get where she is i mean i get it she's basically saying bitch i've got a real fucking job fuck off and she was polite in that she said i work for someone else she didn't say the words i got a real job she's like i answer to someone you can't be Mm. doing this shit with my livelihood Totally. I'm on Nicole's side with Larsa. Me too. And I've not really, well, she's never really stood out to me, this Nicole. No. But this episode in particular, she was bringing me like the old school housewives vibes Mm. that I was loving. Yeah. Can we talk talk about the stunt with the mirror? Yes, we can. How do you feel? Because that is so classic. (laughs) How do you feel about the stunt with the mirror? I I love it because it's old school. Like if... Mm. (laughs) I just really enjoyed it with how Larsa was, like, reading it. She was confused by it. (laughs) Everyone knew what was going on except for her. So did you think it was lame but perfectly lame? Yes, exactly. Like, I think it wouldn't fly on, like, a a jersey or... No, they'd just fucking chuck it and smash it. (laughs) Teresa would walk to the balcony and throw it over the balcony. Exactly. The only thing that I think... Like, don't get me wrong. I thought it was also hilariously lame, 
But what makes me laugh about this uninvitation to your, what do you call it, engagement party? Mm. I'm just always a little astounded as to, well, you can't, can you be a little astounded? Probably not. I'm surprised at how <laughs> brides think that everyone wants to be so excited and doing all these wedding <laughs> activities. Know. It's like, bitch. It's all about you. So I get why you're happy to be doing this right now. But no one else cares that much because it's not about them. I'm sorry. It's the truth. I know, I'd love to be uninvited to some parties, honestly. No shit. Like, basically, it's I'm getting married. Social etiquette dictates that you have to buy me many gifts. <laughs> yeah, You've got to buy me an engagement gift. You've got to buy me a wedding gift. Now, I understand these parties that particular that Nicole is throwing. They're not having fucking house champagne. She's spending a lot of money, but again, it's like there's an etiquette and there's a, what am I saying? There's an obligation to it all. It's like you can't just rock up in whatever clothes you want to wear. You can't do whatever you want. It's like a party with rules. Like, so I'm sorry, they're not that fun. That's what I'm saying. I know, but it was in a bank vault, which was pretty cool. Oh, look, it looks cool, but it's <laughs> not like cool. you can let your hair down. It's like you're going to a work function. you got to mind your P's and Q's. It's not <laughs> like you're going out with your people, having a great time and saying and doing what you want, i.e. a perfect example, just like her dad. Like she was like fucking a hawk on her dad, making sure he didn't put a foot out of line. <laughs> and he's just thinking it's a party with free booze and we're in Miami, so I'm going to pretend it's the 80s and I'm, like, on an episode of Miami Vice. He was in that vibe. Mary Soul calling him two foot two. <laughs> I know. <laughs> this is just like Nicole is two foot two and he's wearing sunnies inside. He reminds me of every guy from the 80s. So Or funny. every drug dealer from the 80s. Do you think he realises that people are laughing at him, not with him? I don't think so. I don't think so either. I saw on um, Twitter a lot of people were comparing him to Aviva Drescher's dad. Oh, God, they, those two. I don't think he's that bad. Well, no, because he's not physically accosting people. <laughs> but yeah, he yeah. was getting in Kiki's personal space and was touching her hand. So he yeah. was definitely a watered-down version of Aviva's dad. Yeah. But potentially might have more of a substance abuse problem than Aviva's dad. I don't know. <laughs> Let's take a poll. Do you think that she's being, Nicole's being too hard on her dad or do you think he deserves her not trusting him one iota? Well, yeah. I mean, she knows what he's like. Yeah. So I think if she's trying to rein him in, she's aware that there's cameras. Yeah. I think she's probably doing the right thing, honestly. I don't disagree. But what was her dad trying to say to her with the secret, I've got a secret to tell you, and starts off by saying, like, if your husband comes home at 11 p.m.? What was he getting at before she cut him off? Do you know? I do not know, but I know I see my dad on Facebook commenting things, joking about Viagra and stuff, and, like, he's always making inappropriate jokes and he doesn't get that other people can see it. So, like, oh, <laughs> I'm, I sympathise with her trying to shut him up. Yeah. She could just take the easy route like me and just cut them out of your life. <laughs> she could. <laughs> it definitely saves some time. <laughs> What do you think about Marisol wearing white to this engagement party? Do you think anyone should be bringing it up like it's an issue? Well, it's not the wedding. Like, I didn't know that that rule extended to engagement parties. Apparently it does. Apparently because the bride wants to, like, it's that thing of when you invite everyone to a party and say everyone's got to wear white and you rock up in red. 
Like it's that whole Ramona. thing of, <laughs> yeah, I want to be the centre of the tension. It's my day. I mean, I think it's all really childish. I don't understand why guests can't wear white to a wedding either. I think it's ridiculous. Well, it's like even if you're wearing white, you're not wearing a fucking bridal gown. <laughs> Again, I just think it's ridiculous. I can't wear the same colour as you. Like, get a grip. I mean, I get yeah. it. It's tradition, whatever. And obviously I'm not a person that's into weddings, clearly. So I probably shouldn't be allowed to have an opinion. But, you know, in the words of Tamara Judge, that's my opinion. So Yeah. And I think that's pretty much the end of the episode. Oh, no, quickly. Did we know that Marisol wasn't legally married? Oh, I, no, I, I don't even think I know that right now. Yeah, they were talking about it on the episode. I also zoned out during this one. What's the blonde main chick's name? The one that got married to Todd. Oh, Alexia. Alexia, thank you. So Alexia even said that Marisol and her inverted commas husband were in Tulum or somewhere. I can't remember where mm. they were. And they had like a spiritual ceremony. Oh, I wonder if it was the same shaman from Potomac. Yeah, exactly. But they don't have a marriage certificate. And then Marisol's like, no, he's not coming for my stuff. <laughs> or something to that effect, she said. So, oh yeah. So yeah. they're like spiritually married, but not legally married. I think that's fine. Do do you, boo? I know. And then Julia was saying that Martina tried to give her a prenup, and she's like, "I'm not reading all of that." And so they just went, "All right, no prenup." Yeah, I thought that was funny. <laughs> I don't think lesbians really need prenups. They don't tend to get divorced. They don't. <laughs> well, I've never met a divorced lesbian. Have you? Um, no. No, lesbians know how to commit, man. Okay, that's a very interesting point. Oh, no. no, 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 no. She's famous and she's had like a million wives. She keeps getting divorced. Is it Rosie? Rosie O'Donnell? She's been married a few times, no? I don't know. I thought she was pretty long term. Was she? Maybe I'm thinking of someone else. Oh, well, then it really doesn't matter. No, okay, fine. So that's that's your um, PSA that lesbians mate for life. This is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, I, I do believe they do. Um, with Back on Julia. So yeah. we had that scene with her... And the dog was trying to eat her burger or whatever. Is that the dog that bit her hand? Oh, then why is she letting the dog there when she's got meat that she's not? That's what up? I was thinking. I was like, surely not. Oh, no, she said she was breaking up a fight. And I don't know if you ever done that with two dogs where you get in the middle of it and it's one scary. of them naturally does bite you. It, I don't think it's the same thing. Like my dogs have done that when I've tried to break them up with a fight. And two seconds later, there's no way they'd think about biting me. Right. I was just thinking she was brave to be in that burger at height yeah. level of the dog. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, I was surprised that she didn't order the dog its own burger because I would have. That's housewife behaviour that we want to see. Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, you're getting a burger and you're making your dog sit there. Where's the dog's burger? Yeah. Honestly, I suppose we better talk about Salt Lake, huh? Yeah, that's all I want to talk about, Miami. So Salt Lake, okay. Yes. Did you enjoy the reunion? Let's just start as a base level there. It was boring. It really was. My um my rose for the reunion. Mm. I loved the set. I loved coming on from a sprinter van. I thought it looked great. Mm -hmm. But like my general thorn is, and I know they can't help it, but it's four it's four bitches on two couches. Yes. Like and and then the fact that Jen can't show up, but she's more than happy to phone in. Like I I just got I got this season of Salt Lake got me to a level where I was so over them specifically. Mm. Lisa Barlow aside, I'm over the other three. Yeah. And I'm over the one in prison. So it's just like I, I was getting aggravated watching it. Yeah, I was annoyed. I was getting annoyed. I, I was agree. So Can we start backwards and talk about the black eye? Because we have to. We have to talk about the black eye. So Heather's saying a completely different story now. Well, she's saying what she said at the beginning, which is I don't remember. But I recall 
please correct me if I'm wrong, that at the beginning when she said, I don't remember, she didn't say it with a straight face. She didn't say, fuck, I don't remember, hey. She was like, oh, I don't remember with a smirk. Like, I'm not telling you. She was saying like, oh, we all know, we know. And then she was saying in confessional, I never said I didn't know. She said a million different things. And then here she's saying, I said that because I didn't want my castmates to rewrite the narrative. If you literally don't remember, how could they possibly rewrite the narrative? You can't confirm or deny what's being rewritten. Especially when she just asked Jen to come up with the narrative. Yeah. (laughs) fucking idiot so she's saying it's a mormon shame type thing like i can buy into it a little bit but Mm. not a lot i can buy into like her not wanting to talk about it but she was the one that kept bringing it up yes and then did you see when they were rolling back the tape Mm. angie h and heather were laughing yes so i don't believe a word she's saying and honestly it's made me hate heather I have not enjoyed Heather this season, to put it mildly. So I still think now what I thought when it happened. Either she drunkenly fell on her face or Jen punched her. Because at Mm. the taping of the reunion, Jen hadn't been sentenced. So I'm like, let's ask her now that Jen, her sentence has happened, no one's overturning her sentence, now tell us what happened. Let's ask her now. So what did you think when Meredith said... They were barely drinking. They had mm. one drink at dinner because they kept yelling at each other and they're at that bar for 20 minutes. So she didn't think they would be that blackout level. Now it is like 5am at this point. So you can get pretty drunk in the few hours before 5am. They but came I don't know. back to the house and Heather and Jen and I think it was, was it Angie Kay? One of the Angie Danners, I don't know. They were, you know, pulling their tatas out. They looked really fucking drunk. So I reckon they got back to the house and just started hitting the booze pretty hard. Mm. Or was it Meredith that was with them? I don't know. I guess, but it just, it's still not adding up and it should be and it's not. And I didn't actually realise it at the time, but was it Lisa or Whitney who were saying like, yeah, we had to like think about whether someone on the crew did this to you. Like there was a lot of stir happening. Wow, that never occurred to me. It didn't occur to me either, but they, uh, but did they say there had to be an investigation because like crew were up late filming you, like we had to clear them. Yeah, wow. And and she's like, yeah, I guess I never really thought about how I could have put someone's career at risk. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I mean, I get in one way of whatever Heather wants to be like on the show, but surely behind the scenes, you would have sat down with producers and gone, look, I really don't fucking remember. But yeah. I'm not I'm not going on about that on the show because of this reason. I don't know. I don't know if that's if that's the relationship they have, but it just seems bizarre that so she's saying now she has Mormon shame about it. Yeah. So she woke up and didn't want to admit that she'd blacked out. So she says, I'll ask Jen what our cover story can be on camera. Yeah. So that's where you lost me, doll. It doesn't seem to be adding up because you're happy to get your tartars out on camera, yeah. but you're not happy to have a drink on camera. I, I get being embarrassed the next day. Like when I've gotten really drunk the next day, I'm like, oh, God, what did I do? Of course. But I did that I, last I know, week. She, <laughs> but she extended it for a long period of time and weaponized it and it turned me off her. Yeah. The other thing I didn't like about Heather this episode, well, this reunion, was when they talked about Jen dumping the champagne on Angie H. And she goes, oh, watching it back, I did see the humour in it. Well, you, she saw the humour in it when it fucking happened. She said she saw the humour in it when she watched it back, which I thought was worse. 
I think that is worse. But at the time on the show, she wasn't turning around to Jen saying, that was fucked up, you got to apologise. I don't recall that. No, me neither. So I just think it's it's gross to double down on that. Yeah. Like, watching it back, it looked worse than it would have in person. A hundred percent. Heather's not, not doing herself any Heather. favours this season. Do you know what I am loving? What? That Lisa singing went viral and <laughs> that she's making an EP. Yes. <laughs> I will obviously download it. Yeah. But does it mean I'm going to play it over and over again? No, bitch. But I'll definitely <laughs> download it and listen to it once. For sure. Lisa won the reunion for me as soon as she said, can I have a glass of water, please? I'm dying just in the <laughs> middle of filming. <laughs> I know. I did love that. Definitely Lisa, like her little on stage fight with Meredith, I thought was brilliant. I loved every minute of it. Oh, is this when she says, you believe the one going to jail over me? Yes. Like- <laughs> I'm sorry. That was fucking choice. I've been waiting for someone to say that. I like, know. Jen's going to jail, everybody. I know. Like, it's so good. Let's face facts. And then, like, I think Angie says to Meredith, like, where do you think we go from here? And Meredith is like, I want to get to a point where we're cordial. Uh, so Meredith is so annoying. She's so annoying how she's so squirrely with her words. And mm. you can tell at that point she wanted to say point blank, I don't want to be friends with you. But she knew when you're trying to negotiate contracts for another season, you have to pretend that there's an opportunity for friendships. And every time Andy or someone would ask her a question, she's like, I never said that. I said something similar. I implied <laughs> this. And it's like, can you just own up to something? She's so annoying. I know. No one's hiring you as a lawyer right now, sweetheart. So stop it. Mm-hmm. What I was going to say was Andy then asked her, as in, sorry, Andy then asked Lisa the same question and Lisa just starts crying and she's (laughs) saying it's sad over like where it got to, but she's basically expresses that she doesn't think that it's fair that they were so fixated on the hot mic and her when all this shit with Jen was back. She said when all this other stuff was going on, she means the stuff with Jen. She's basically saying like, why is everyone attacking me for what I did to Meredith where Jen actually robbed hundreds of people in, in real life. But I just think it's funny. Like you ranted and went off and said really fucking nasty things about your supposed friend. And you're basically (laughs) saying like, when is the heat going to be off me enough already? Like, I love you, Lisa, for doing that. But like, again, there's no humility. Like, it's hilarious. I think she has a point. I mean, she had a hot mic moment and then Mary's got a cult. Racist Jenny got kicked off the show. One of them's going to prison and we are still focusing on the hot mic. Let it go, Meredith. From that perspective, <laughs> you sound absolutely right and I sound absolutely petty. But I guess I'm thinking about it in terms of real friends. Oh, so yeah, I never consider them as real people. And I think that's one thing that we didn't say about Potomac that I thought was funny is when they were shopping and Wendy wanted to get friendship bracelets and Mia was like, well, wouldn't we have to all be like real friends or something? (laughs) I thought that was fucking hilarious. And I guess you're right. They're not real friends, except I thought Lisa and Meredith were real friends. Yeah, they were, but they became different people as soon as they got on the show. And that's it. No, I don't think either one of them can accuse the other one of changing alone. Like, they both have. They both have. They're both feeling themselves. What did you think of the Angies? I didn't really care about them. I don't know why, out of the fucking Heather's boring book cover launch, 
mm. why we didn't get the footage of Angie Danner yeah. going all motherfuck this, motherfuck that in Jen's face. It would have been a star-making turn. Why do we only get it now as a flashy throwback? Yeah, that was that was a missed opportunity. But also, why is Angie Danner so bothered about Jen making fun of where she lives when she's absolutely right? She owns properties and Jen rents. Like, yeah. why are you so bothered by her? That's a great point. And then I got very confused when Angie H was up and they're talking about her husband and the fucking jazz tickets and who said what and oh, Whitney that. didn't say blowies for jazz tickets. She said Lisa, the rumour was Lisa was sleeping with him. I'm like, first of all, what's the difference? Second <sighs> of all, Heather said blowies for jazz tickets because it's fucking funny. Yeah. Like when Heather makes a good joke, can we get off a case? <laughs> Whitney trying to go, I want to clear up because I felt I was gaslit. I just rolled my eyes when she said that. I'm sorry. I was rolling my eyes too. She was really annoying. <laughs> she was so annoying. I want to clear the air about the rumours and I want to clear the air about this. It's like, stop being emeritus. You're basically saying the same fucking thing. Calm fucking down. And she's all like, I didn't say it. I repeated what Angie H told me. It's like, yes, but she's a side character, so you're getting the blame for it, Whitney. Like, nah. That's that's right, yeah. I was on Whitney's side all season, but, like, she needs to get off the technicalities of it all. You repeated the rumour, it's just as bad. We've learnt that over years of watching Housewives. You're exactly. not getting out of trouble. I did just love the bit where... As much as you said it was annoying, I did love when Meredith called Jen and and then Why? because I loved the way that Jen says it's a lie and Lisa got so riled up. She's like, well, <laughs> you don't tell the truth, so I wouldn't expect you now. And then she's like, you believe this over me? When you, they call their cast member this or this one, I do, I do you know that. they're pissed off and I love that. So... I loved all that. I thought that was great. Everything with Lisa I thought was great because she gets Same. so upset. It's so funny. I like how she was like bringing up the Finsta being like, it was an attack on me Thank and like your you. husband has no credibility because he started a Finsta. <laughs> it's true. And what about this thing of Lisa saying that Meredith and Heather were doing K and shrooms? Oh, that also I loved. Why can't we see them doing K and shrooms? I'm not <gasps> judging them for doing K and shrooms. I just want filming of them doing K and shrooms. It's such a fun, like of all the drugs I to, know, right? to throw out there, like Special I never K would have guessed ketamine. <laughs> like really, like are they easy drugs to score? Wouldn't it be easier for Meredith to just score some coke? You'd think. I do not think they were doing K and shrooms. Like, again. K, like, like, come on. When was the last time someone said, hey, do you want some K? Like, Never. I can't imagine that would be an easy easy drug to source. And They'd shrooms. say Angie K, but not. <laughs> that's what the K stands for, ketamine. Shrooms? Like, I don't think they're that easy to get. It's not like you can, you know, go to the bouncer in a club and go, got any shrooms and K? Like... <laughs> This, you know what I mean? I want to know if these were the drugs they were on. I want to know how they got them. Do these run it's rampant so in Salt funny. Lake City? Is this is this the drug of choice for the Mormons? Like, I'm very curious is all I'm saying. I'm very Me curious too. about all – I'm always curious about the housewives' recreational drug use. It just – I'm very curious. <laughs> and most importantly, did you want to comment on their outfits? Sure. 
Do you have any opinions on their outfits? Do you remember? No, not not really. It was so it was less feathers, so I was happy. It was a lot less feathers, and I get the impression either the theme was gold, mm-hmm. but most of them were wearing like a very orangey, yellowy, orange gold. Mm-hmm. Do you notice that? Yeah. Very rusty orange gold. Not my gold of choice. <laughs> and I felt like at first I hated Meredith because it was this crushed velvet all the way up to the nape of her neck. Uh-huh. I like the middle part of hers, like the torso part. I thought it was lovely, but I think she could have rolled down the turtleneck one. Just to sidebar, did you see the the Potomac reunion looks <sighs> that have come out? Yes. I was going to say, cause if you think that, like, that was bad, like don't go look at Giselle's. <laughs> I didn't mind Giselle's. Oh, okay. I, okay. I didn't love Giselle's, but I thought for Giselle it was better. <laughs> That's what I, I thought, okay, Giselle, we're getting a little bit better here, just a bit, a, a little bit. I loved, loved, loved Candace's. But, yeah. I mean, Candace could wear it like a potato sack and look beautiful, So, but I think she looks great. Ashley's light blue, I didn't mind it, but I didn't love it. And didn't someone have like a peacock feather thing going on? Was that Wendy? Uh, she had like remember. this kind of like feathery eye thing on her front and I think it reminded it looked peacocky. I'm not sure. Definitely there's a lot more to talk about with the Potomac reunion outfits as opposed to Salt Lake City. It was more muted on in Salt Lake. Yeah, I didn't again, I didn't like Heathers. I didn't no. like that side of the couch. I preferred the other side of the couch. <laughs> Lisa's you couldn't really see because she had so much hair covering it. And Whitney's was fine. Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about with the Salt Lake? I'll just say Andy was annoying me at first when he kept being like, move on, let's move on, let's move on. And I'm like, no, they're fighting. Let's watch them fight. Yeah. But it does seem like he's better next episode. It seems like he's going to hold their feet to the fire a bit more, especially with Jen's staff and everything. Cool. Did you, um, when Angie Kay and Meredith were fighting, did you like how Meredith, when she said to Angie Kay that she thought she was thirsty and she was like, you're the one that's been trying to get on the show for the last three years. And then Andy Kay re- responded by kind of raising her voice and saying, I'm from Salt Lake City, bitch. It's like, yeah, calm down, sweetheart. We know you're from Salt Lake City. <laughs> I didn't I didn't really get that. It's like, okay. I think she was trying to say, like, I'm the one that knows people here. I'm the one that was born here. I'm the one that's been here forever. Then I, why weren't you on season one? Yeah. I wouldn't point. be bragging about it. I wouldn't be bragging that I'm from Salt Lake City, bitch. I'm just like, okay, calm down, sweetheart. We know yeah. you're from Salt Lake City. <laughs> What did you think, actually, when Andy asked Heather about apparently coming for Heather's business to Angie Kay, Heather saying she thinks it's par for the course with Jen. What did you make of that? I'm still trying to unpack that in my head. So, okay, we're talking to Angie Kay and we're talking about how she runs to Lisa to tell Lisa that they were all saying shit about her business, the SEC filing. Oh, yes. And then Angie Kay saying the reason why I ran and told her is I was triggered because the same thing happened with Jen sending me messages about Heather and coming for her business and she's like, fuck, it's happening again. Like, could this happen to me or anyone else? Like, it freaked her out. So she was trying to make new allies, basically. Uh, it's a bit too convoluted for an excuse. You I know agree. What I mean? But then Heather, when Andy says to Heather, how did you feel about the fact that Jen, the person you're right, I die for, was sending Angie K messages about not just trashing you, but trashing your business. And she says it's par for the course with Jen. Yeah, and that's why it's like, Heather, wake up. 
Yeah. Wake up. Stop defending this person. Yeah, and her ex- reasoning was like, we all say shit about each other. It wouldn't be fair for me to get the shits that she said this about me when we all uh. say shit about each other. That's her excuse. I just, I want to know what Jen's got on Heather. I really do. Yeah, I'm just at that point where I'm just, I just don't like Heather anymore. And this loyalty that she's got is just so annoying. Well, I don't know if it's annoying, but it's like misplaced and creepy. Like you're loyal to someone who stole millions of dollars from innocent elderly victims and yet Whitney pisses you off yeah. because I think Heather has been triggered and pissed off at Whitney about Whitney rejecting ev- all the Mormonism. I think that's her issue. <gasps> really? That's what I think her issue is. Her talking about potential, I don't know. Okay, Whitney has an outright said assault, has she? Well, she said abuse. Abuse. I shouldn't assume when it comes to assault. I shouldn't assume what kind of assault it is. But I think that, yes, Heather's writing a book called Bad Mormon, but the fact that Whitney's doing it on TV and just cutting them out and trashing them, I think that's triggering for Heather. Even though she's doing the same thing, I think it's just She hasn't gone as far as going to quitmormon.com. I think you're right. No, she hasn't. When Whitney invited Heather over to sign the, see her sign the Quit Mormon letter or whatever, yeah. Heather wasn't into it. No, she wasn't. She was surprised. She was like, oh, wow, I can't believe you're doing this. And the fact that Whitney is now accusing someone. <gasps> wow. She's accusing someone of assault of some description. And again, that's trashing the church saying, cover it up, cover it up. I just, I think Heather's being triggered by Whitney. Wow. And doesn't know how to find her words because really Whitney could turn around and say, you're being a fucking hypocrite. You're doing the same thing. Once again, I think you've nailed it and thought about it more than they have. I think you've, I think you've nailed it. Yeah. I don't know. I think everyone needs a little bit of therapy. I'm, a, I'm all up for everyone fucking going to therapy. <laughs> I'm one of those. I'm a pain in the ass. But cause like you said, Whitney's going at a quicker pace than Heather and she's just not ready to be faced with it. And I think that, that when she's there, I think they will come together again. That's interesting. That's interesting. Should we leave it there on that happy note? I mean, fuck, we've been yakking <laughs> for an hour and a half, so I don't know what more I could I could talk about. <laughs> but next week we get the husbands. Heather talks about that she's in litigation with the Mormon cult over her book. And, yeah, as you said, and Andy's asking them all questions about Jen and if Coach knew and all that shit, so... There's a lot going on, a lot yeah, going on. I'm excited on. for the talking about Coach bit. Yes, me too. And I'm really annoyed because page six used to have section which was just housewives. It was perfect. Now I actually have to type in housewives. I'm a bit annoyed. But nothing's really going on. It's a bit annoying. And now, like, I'm getting everything that's got the word (laughs) house or wife in it. Oh, no. Oh, oh my God. Casey Wilson's having a baby. I mean, she's not a housewife. But, yeah. No, there's really nothing going on. Ramona reckons <laughs> Ramona reckons she's never been happier since leaving Housewives. Bullshit. Yeah, bullshit. Nicole's dragging Larsa in real life saying she staged dates during the season when everyone knew oh, that they she all was do that. when everyone knew that she was dating um that Michael Jordan's kid, what's his name? Something Jordan, I guess. Marcus Jordan, whatever. Yeah, I'm not I okay. Really well, that's have... fine. Now that's... I'm going to have to actually search properly for the sizzle <laughs> topics. This is fucking annoying. <laughs> Page six isn't doing the doing my job for me. Very annoying. So the sizzle topics was a fucking flop today. So's peeps. <laughs> that's okay. Shall we just end it there? <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> I'm just sitting here watching you scroll page six, <laughs> which I love. I love that. But, but there was nothing there for us to rip. <laughs> okay. All right. That's the end, people. Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.